Today, we are gonna take a look at Delta Airlines. They just reported earnings, so I wanted to see how the company is doing. So let's get started. All right, so first, let's start off with just looking at the stock performance. Delta today closed 2.73% lower after reporting earnings. They reported earnings today, April 22nd, before hours, before opening hours. And it wasn't that much of a drop, but when we compare the airlines to how much they dropped since just January of 2020, this company is down over six, about 63%. And that's that's pretty insane right now. I remember this company was sitting over $60 and now it's at $22.47. If we take a look at the past three months, year to date and the past year, this company has pretty much returned the same amount of performance, which is over negative 60%. So it has lost close to two thirds of its total value. So in today's episode, we are going to take a look at some articles which mention the slowdown in passengers, slowdown in flights, and really show why this company has dropped over over 60% in just three months. But before we go any further, guys, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, the thumbs up, and the bell. It helps the small channel out so much, and I appreciate every one of you guys for watching this video, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So now let's take a look at earnings results. So this was for quarter one and again it was reported today april 22nd 2020 and this is for quarter one quarter one non-gap earnings per share of negative 51 cents was actually a beat by 31 cents so analysts were expecting a lot worse for this company and i think that was the main reason if we take a look at the day chart this company was actually a little up in the morning and then a sell-off happened when we take a look at gap earnings per share, it was negative 84 cents, which missed by 16 cents. When we take a look at revenue, this company collected revenue of $8.6 billion, and that was negative 18% compared to the same time last year, and it missed by 740 million. To be to be honest, I thought down 18% was actually pretty impressive, right? I, I would have expected a lot more compared to the same time last year. But I, then I remember this report ends at the end of March. And even at the, we're going to see at the beginning of March, things were still pretty much in the normal. So it's not until just the probably the late half of quarter one where things were really affected. So now we're going to talk about our first article. And this is think things are bad for airlines. It's about to get worse. And this is from David Cohen in Associated Press. So feel free to check it out. I highlighted all the important information that I like from here. The first we're going to talk about traffic has vanished for the airlines. And just to put things in perspective, about 2.3 million people passed through security checkpoints on March 1st, which was pretty unchanged from the same day last year. So like I mentioned, right, the first up to March, it seemed like things were still pretty normal in the airline business. Now talking about early April, it's as down as 100,000. So from 2.3 million in March down to 100,000 by early April, that was a drop of about 95%. And right now, airlines officials say that most of the people traveling back in the airlines right now are healthcare workers trying to go through going to help out another state, another country, or individuals trying to reunite with family members. Then there was another point that they made, which I think was pretty crazy. Over the past weeks, flights within the United States have carried an average of 12 passengers. Imagine, so that's the ultimate social distancing 
distancing happening there. You only have 12 passengers per flight, and it was nearly 100 in early January. Not only has traffic banished, but bookings have also banished. Delta and other airlines are spending right now more on refunds than they are on actually new bookings. The percentage of seats sold on US airline flights has dropped from 80% compared to January. So in, in, in the United States, they would fill up about 80% of the plane. Now in the first week of April, they're filling up less than 13% of the plane, according to Airlines of For America, and that includes for both domestic and international. And demand for future air travel in the United States is down 98.4% in the second week of April compared with the year earlier. Compared to a year ago, that's that's pretty crazy. And like, I mean, that's 98% of total revenue pretty much lost right there. And finally, there are fewer flights. In early January, there were about 111,000 flights happening, and now it's down to 28,000 flights. And this is also counting cargo flights, so people just items being delivered. So that's that's pretty crazy. I'm pretty sure if we if the number was broken down, a majority of those flights are most likely cargo flights. Next, we're here on Business Insider and took a look at this article. Delta CEO said he would support an immunity passport program or other steps to jumpstart travel as the airline reports its first quarterly loss in more than five years. So feel free to check out that article as well. But like always, I've highlighted the important information that I got from here. And here, the first thing is the CEO and just the overall airline industry is pretty much thinking right now that it wouldn't be against having some form of immunity passport. So you might go, hey, Jose, what's an immunity passport? An immunity passport is is having like this okay that you have already have the antibodies for the virus, which they say you can no longer transmit it to others or develop symptoms. I'm not sure how true that part is, but it's just a way to show, hey, I have some antibodies of the virus already, so it'll be okay for me to fly. So Bastian, the CEO, said there's virtually all options were on the table as well. So that that to me tells me he supports immunity passports, but he's also supporting right now, including selling, include selling fewer tickets for each flight. So once travel begins to enable social distancing on planes, this is pretty crazy, right? Flights back then were trying to pack you in there, sardines, and now it's like crazy. Now they're like, we have to spread you guys apart. So is it like karma in a bit where back then they were trying to pack us, the consu- the customers in such tight flights, and now they're going to have to, if they want our, if they want our business, they have to make sure we feel safe and healthy. So the final article we're going to take a look at is Delta Airline reports quarter one loss and cuts daily cash burn by half. And this is by Pillar Wolf Stellar, and it's from the flightglobal.com. So feel free to check that out. And here we already talked about a lot, a few things, a few major points. The only major point I think we're missing is funding and financing for the company. And this is what we're going to talk about here. So remember, there was the CARES Act that passed in uh, the past just a few weeks ago. And this was to set aside about $60 billion to support airlines and aviation related industries. So Delta shares about $5.4 billion. That's a whole lot of cash. And that includes $3.8 billion in some form of direct relief and about $1.6 billion in an unsecure 10-year low interest loan. 
The company has already received close to half of that earlier this week, so this company does have some cash at hand. And in return, the airline will provide the government with warrants to acquire 6.5 million shares or about 1% of the total Delta company at a share price of $24.39. And this warrant matures in five years. And to me, I, I actually thought this was a smart move in the United States government side, right? I, I'm not too much of a fan of a bailout. But now where they are able to hold some equity and be able to sell this equity at a gain later on, I think that's that was a great move by them. So right, they're buying at $24.39. Right now the company is $22.40. So if you're buying right now, you're buying cheaper than the United States is able to. One thing that the CEO says, he says that this will probably be the extent of government support for airlines. He thinks that if, if the airlines need any more help after this, it would be very challenging to receive any form, any extra form of funding from them. And again, I, I, I don't think they should be, and I, I respect him for saying it like this, right? It doesn't seem like he, he's begging or he's demanding that the United States bails them out. And he, it seems to me just by hearing that, it's like, hey, we know you guys helped me out and helped me out. And I don't really expect much more from you guys. And I think that's really how it should be. So one of the biggest issue is the amount of cash these companies, the airlines are burning throughout the day. Right now, Delta mentioned that at the end of March, it was burning about $100 million a day. So they say Delta wants to reduce its cash burn by 50% by the end of quarter two, which will be June, and that would be down to $50 million a day. Let me repeat that, $50 million a day. And they're gonna do this by certain things. First, they're gonna, obviously, with less planes flying, it's gonna reduce the maintenance cost, so that's gonna help decline. Salaries were cut, um, CapEx spendings were suspended, and more than 37,000 employees, which is one-third of their workforce, took voluntary leave for periods of three months to one year. And again, right, this company can't fire, especially if it took the CARES Act, it can't fire employees, but employees can voluntarily take time off unpaid. For the second quarter, the airline re is reducing its total capacity by 85%, with domestic capacity down 80% and international capacity down 90%. That's, they are, they're expecting second quarter to be one of the slowest quarters around. Finally, Delta ended the first quarter with $6 billion in unrestricted liquidity. So if we're saying $6 billion divided by 50, that's 120 days, right? That it can survive of cash burning. That's what that's divided by 30, four months. And then it says by the second quarter, we'll have about $10 billion in liquidity. So again, it does seem like this company, Delta, and if you guys have been watching my channel, I definitely did an airlines video about a month ago and i did mention that delta was one of my favorite airlines because it has one of the best balance sheets of them all next to southwest so after seeing this i am pretty bullish in like southwest and delta airlines which had a great balance sheet but then there were other airlines like united i think it was united airlines that was one of my least favorites i can't remember which ones but the ones that definitely had the bad balance sheets I think it's going to continue to be bad for them. So yeah, with Delta having a great balance sheet and Southwest, I think they might be the ones with the best chances of surviving and the ones with the best chances of having great returns. There was another article here that I, I think I might have closed, but I remember what I wanted to talk about there. The CEO mentions that 
he thinks the growth from this is not gonna happen overnight and airlines are gonna be a much smaller companies than they were just a year ago they they expect that growth is gonna take about two to three years before they're probably back to somewhat normal so again that's gonna mean revenue cuts that's gonna mean dividend cuts so that's something to take a note of right it's we can't think about airlines that hey they're gonna return back to normal so we're, we should expect this type of revenue pretty soon no even their ceo says that's wishful thinking and it's definitely gonna take us some time before we get back to normal all right so next i'm here at seekingalpha.com and i like to look at this to see how the company is expected to grow in both revenue and earnings per share for the year of 2020 this company is expected to make 26.9 billion dollars how much did it make this quarter this quarter made 8.6 so if this quarter it made 8.6 let's do 26.9 minus 8.6 and divide that by three so for the next three quarters this company they say is expected to make about 6.1 billion dollars I think quarter two is probably going to be the scariest quarter for these airlines as of now, right? We don't know how how much more of the shutdown and everything is going to be in effect. But for quarter two, it has been already, it's going to be the full month of April. It's probably going to be the full month of May. So this company is going to have pretty bad revenue for at least those two months obviously i can't say much for june Ju and june of quarter two and then for the next quarter july august and september are going to be there and again we can't really tell the future of that so I, I i can see how this is actually pretty possible but again it's very it's a moving number because it all depends on how the situation progresses but of course they say for 2021 they expect a gr um, growth compared to 2020 which again, if things start back to normal, 2021 will be a huge gain compared to 2020. Next, let's take a look at annual earnings per share for this company. I'm not, I know these estimates get updated pretty frequently, but I, they have not been updated with total earnings. So we're taking these with a grain of salt. But for December 2021, and if you guys have been watching my channel, I like to look at earnings per share two years in advance. This gives this company a $5 and uh, $5 earnings per share, which gives this a forward PE ratio of about 4. Point something. Right now it says 4.62, but the company's actually sitting at 22.5 divided by 5, 4.5 forward PE ratio. I'm not going to lie, that is actually pretty cheap. And my thoughts right now, so first thing I like about Delta, they have a great balance sheet, one of the best balance sheets around the airlines, which makes me pretty um that gives me the chance that hey if i do buy delta i feel like my rewards can go i have a higher chance of getting some nice rewards two they have a nice amount of liquidity both from government help and just from what they're what they have at the moment they still haven't really done any form of equity dilution of dilution of shares which for example other airlines have like united airlines already did that they they issued some few shares i think it was yesterday or two days ago but delta is still not at the point right now they can they can survive without doing that so that's a good thing about delta obviously this pretty much this whole episode talks about the bad of delta so i don't think i should i can really i should really go into that because pretty much this whole episode was what's wrong with delta and what's wrong with the airline industry so right now just a few good points so yeah great balance sheet a great amount of liquidity to last a nice amount of months at least six months i would say they have a plan in check they are already thinking of different ways to be able to 
get consumers to come back into flights, being the immunity passports, being the uh, extra spacing and seating, and not having everybody all tight together. They're also already understanding that this company is not gonna be the same as it was a year ago, or even three months ago. They understand that this airline is gonna be a lot smaller, and it's gonna take many years before it goes back to, to where it was. And I think just having that form of understanding is a good mentality for leadership to have so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode like always don't forget to subscribe thumbs up and post on the comments what are your thoughts about delta airlines uh, are they similar to mine um if not if, if they differ feel free to post i love to have discuss discussions so take care guys have a good night and see you next time